0: live from the Business Radio X studio in Sandy Springs, Georgia. It's time for Chamber Spotlight, brought to you by Corp Care, your employee assistance program partner. Caring for them because we care about you. For more information, go to CorpCareEAP.com. Now, here's your host.
1: Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chamber Spotlight brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Corp Care, Employee Assistance Program Company. I'm your host, Lola Okanola, and I'm thrilled to be here today with a panel of fantastic guests who are making a significant impact in our community. Let's dive right in and get to know them. First, Dr. A. Ron Warner of the Piedmont Cancer Institute. We're so happy to have you here today. Can you please tell us about what you are doing at the Piedmont Cancer Institute?
2: Of course. Thank you so much for having me here. So I'm a medical oncologist. I treat cancer patients. I was very lucky to join the practice about 18 months ago, um, where previously I was in Michigan. And We have practices all over Atlanta. Historically, our main office was in Howell Mill within Atlanta, and then on the southern side of Metro Atlanta. And we've had so many patients who really didn't like to drive into the perimeter, um, especially living on the north side of uh, Metro Atlanta. And we're so excited to, about a year and a half ago, open up an office in Sandy Springs to be able to take care of our patients who lived more local and not have to make that big commute into the actual city. And so it's a really nice practice joined by a couple of my partners, Dr. Rajni Sinha and Dr. Samantha Shams, and um, it's gotten busy pretty quickly, and our patients are really excited to be able to have cancer care and blood disorder uh, treatments done locally in Sandy Springs.
1: Wow, that's awesome. We all know that I feel everyone knows someone that has cancer or that has been through cancer. It's that C word that you don't want to hear about. Is there a particular one that you specialize in or do you specialize in all? Do you work with all types of cancers?
2: Yeah, I'm a community oncologist and hematologist. I actually do both. I get patients with blood disorders like iron deficiency, get very nervous to be in a cancer Institute, but we're generalists. And so I have the privilege of seeing a wide diverse field of medicine within oncology, cancer Mm. care and within hematology. And I find it really interesting to be able to treat different sites And that lets me see a wide variety of patients with different needs.
1: Is there anything that is special that you do at the Piedmont Institute that you think is different from other cancer institutes?
2: Absolutely. We are the last private practice treating cancer and blood disorders in all of Metro Atlanta. I believe we might in fact be the last private one in Georgia itself that just specifically does hematology and medical oncology And I do think that makes a huge difference for patients. Instead of, you know, this impersonal, big, huge institutions that really kind of taken over all of healthcare, Mm -hmm. not just in Atlanta or Georgia or even across the country, we're able to offer really personalized service in a way that you're just not going to get in uh, a big corporate, like big hospital system.
1: Wow, that's really, really interesting to know. Thank you for sharing that. Next, our guest, our next guest is... Leanne Conecchio, or help me, help me. Sure, Leanne Conecchio. Conecchio, Leanne Conecchio, that's a beautiful name. Leanne Conecchio joins us from Gratitudes Group, and she's going to talk to us about culture engineering today. Tell us some more.
0: Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So, um, I work for Gratitudes Group. We are a culture engineering agency. So we truly focus on, um, aligning people strategies with business strategies. Um, people kind of shy away from culture. I think sometimes it's, oh, I checked this box. We did it. We sent out the survey. Um, but we are definitely more than that. So um, truly learning what culture is. It's the feeling that you get when you walk through the door um, somewhere. And we all have a culture, good or bad. Um, so we just need to embrace where we're at and figure out how, you know, how we can move forward with it. So um, also assist with implementing your core values, which are imperative for having a successful, um, positive culture, um, implementing those throughout your entire organization, all the way from pre-hire through retirement. Um, and we just assist with strategies on that. We have sessions where we come in as third party, um, and help grow your employees to culture ambassadors so that they're, they're then empowered to, um, take that knowledge and, you know, hold others accountable to the core values and, um, Spread those values throughout the organization.
1: That's awesome. I, I definitely feel like corporate culture is super important when it comes to talent retainership, talent acquisition. Absolutely. Um, You know, everyone wants to be in, uh, in an organization that feels good to, to be at, that embraces balance, work-life balance, and, you know, so many other things. I'm curious though, like, who, who do you approach or do people approach you? Do they come when they have a problem or are these companies that, you know, have foresight and, you know, take the initiative before there is an issue and say, Hey, we want to be deliberate about building a culture. Like, I'm just curious. Sure. Great question. So
0: we actually have both types. So we have, okay. um, culture engineering sessions for both types of organizations. So organizations that are currently struggling. Okay. They know they're struggling. They have, um, high turnover rates, bad, uh, low employee engagement, um, and difficulties retaining or attracting new employees. Um, so for that one, we we assist, we come in, we assist with actually helping them create core values, harvest them from what's already there. Most of the time, people don't realize, they think, oh my gosh, this is such a daunting task, like we don't even know where to start. But once we get in there and we kind of start the exercise, they're there. They're mm-hmm. just, they, you just have to uncover them. Um, and we do that with a cross-dissection of employees. So every employee... Um, Division within the company is a part of that exercise. Um, so that's kind of if for the, for the companies that are, know they're struggling. Right. Um, other companies know, hey, we have really great, um, you know, core values. We really people know what they are, but we don't really implement them. Maybe mm-hmm. we really implement them when we're, you know, doing performance reviews. We hold mm-hmm. people accountable to them, but they don't implement them through every single, Part of the life cycle of the employee. So they don't recruit to them. They may not onboard to them, reward for them. Um, and something that's also just large out, largely being talked about in the news right now is layoffs. And how do you implement your core values when you have to lay folks off or when you have to let people go? Um, it's difficult to, to be able to, you know, know how to, put something positive kind of into that Um, so we we are
1: there to assist with all of those okay and another question so what type of businesses would be a good one for you like uh, do you have to be a big company can you be a bakery or a transportation company how big how small who's a good client for you
0: awesome yeah so we are a small women-owned business so our um our I guess best referral would be, um, companies that are anywhere from 300 to 10,000 employees. Okay. Um, a great size market, any vertical. I always say if you have people, you have, you know, you have a culture and there's always something that we can do to
1: help. Okay. Great. That's great to know. Thank you, Leanne. Now we're going to move on to our next guest, Tim Bajani of XP League, an eSports center. Tell us about eSports. I think everyone is, everyone's dying to hear about this.
3: Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so eSports. So our focus for the XP League is um, kid focused, right? The, okay. the whole brand and model that we have is to get kids in person to have that that team experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kids that'll come in and they love video games. That's what they do. They're not traditional athletes, right? And um, they don't, they miss out on that opportunity to be part of a team and have that experience. And, you know, for me personally, that was such a huge factor in in my development as a kid. So we want to give the opportunity to a lot of those kids to come in and compete and be on a team and have those experience and those memories with other kids uh, all while we're trying to um, teach them, you know, good sportsmanship and how to work together and communicate uh, and a lot of these skills that they can learn throughout this is uh, skills that'll transition to, you know, when they're in school and college and even their professional life, you know, mm-hmm. learning how to communicate in a tough situation or a stressful environment and uh, how to not overreact to a situation that didn't go your way or how to think ahead a few steps because uh, all their, you know, when they're in these competitive situations, they have to think and react so quickly. They they learn to think kind of like a chess player would think five steps ahead. So, Mm -hmm. if this happens, how do I react? If this happens, so they make these plans. Uh, And it's interesting that, you know, XP League is actually STEM accredited. And one of the, the things that makes XP League STEM accredited is when they're making these decisions, they actually go through the scientific method where they're, you know, they have this hypothesis and then they have to test it through their actions in the games and then they get the result. And then if they need to make a change, they, make a change and adjust and and see if there's a better outcome or if they get the outcome they want. So there's a lot of good that comes from it. And then, you know, just the biggest thing though, for, for me and what attracted me to this Mm -hmm. was really just getting the kids out from just behind their computers and putting them in a situation where they can actually make friends in person with other people that have similar interests. And it's kids from all skill levels, all backgrounds, diversities, um, there's everyone's welcome. That that's the biggest thing.
1: That's great. So I I feel like your approach is not just competitive. It's it's about really caring for the kids and giving them something else to do, other than just sitting at home or sitting on their computers. So I want to know who are you targeting? Are you going are you looking for schools? Are you looking for organizations? Like Who's your target? Like how are you how are you recruiting students and getting the word out?
3: Yeah, uh, um so our target is anyone who wants to come and play. Okay. Um you know, we we have a couple kids right now that are extremely competitive and they have, you know, dreams of going pro or making it big in content creation, which is huge for video games right now. You know, you have Twitch and YouTube mm-hmm. and all these other platforms that they can um they can actually make a living off of, which is you know, phenomenal that that's even a, a possibility in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, it's anybody that wants to come and play. Whether they're just they're just getting into video games, or they've never played, or they just have some friends they just want to hang out with and play. Any everyone's welcome. And I mean, honestly, I'm I'm recruiting uh, right now. My my big goal is to um, I'm trying to get into the schools and make partnerships with the schools. Okay, um, you know because. <laughs> Uh, my big thing is I want I want to have this offered to as many kids that are interested in it as possible. Uh, so if, if there's a kid that's interested, um, I want to try to find a way to get them in and, and give them the opportunity to be able to be part of the team and be part of XP League.
1: That's wonderful. I think it's also wonderful that the outcome could be a scholarship to college and, and beyond. I mean, who whoever knew that? You know, playing your game could take you there. I remember when I was a kid, my parents would say, you need to be reading or doing something else, but now your games can actually get you somewhere. That's It's great.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the opportunities, and it's not just in playing games. I mean, the, the video game industry alone is about three times bigger than the movie industry in terms of total revenue, and it goes from content creation to game development to arts to, uh, I mean, even, even now they have, you know, leagues where there's shoutcasters and coaches and there's teams that are actually, you know, professional teams and this is their job. So, I mean, there's there's such a wide range of opportunities in the gaming industry itself. And we we do have camps and stuff where we can teach people how to do game development or shoutcasting or just, you know, if they want to stream on Twitch or YouTube, we'll, you know, walk them through the basics of that and help them with that. But, yeah, I mean, just the fact that scholarships are a thing, you know. Uh, esports is is recently been added to the Olympics, though it's still in its very early stages. But wow. I mean, yeah, when I was growing up, it was you know there was this stigma that video games were you know a bad waste of for time. kids. Yeah, yeah. It makes, they make them violent or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and you know studies now show that it's it increases eye hand coordination and critical thinking skills and reaction, and there's, there's actually a lot of benefits. And if you put a kid in that wants to be a part of it in the right environment Mm -hmm. where you take out some of the negativity that we find on the internet every day and help guide them in a situation that they want to be in to, you know, whatever their goal is, Mm -hmm. it it can do a lot of good for them.
1: Wow. Thank you, Tim. So as diverse as all these businesses are, there are some commonalities. Building community is a common thing amongst all businesses. I want to hear how you uniquely do that and how you can potentially share this information with each other. I know esports, they have a community. Health, unfortunately, cancer, there is a community, right? Like there's there is. Absolutely. And, you know, for you, Gratitude's Group, there there's a I'm sure there's a community for um culture and leadership development. Can you share, start, starting with you, Dr. Warner, how do you, how do you do that? How do you do that? Aside from coming here and getting exposure, what else do you do to build community, to spread the word, um, to make people feel comfortable, to make people, um, come to you and not go to Emory or go to anywhere else?
2: Sure. So I, I think it's on a variety of different levels. Number one is forming, um, a very personal relationship with, with the patient. So I think that's the most, um, probably maybe in some sense intimate level with your, with your doctor. It's such a level of trust for someone to come in with a diagnosis of cancer with all the fear and all, you know, the Google searches that they've done oh, coming, yes. coming in. And just to be able to, the first meeting, have them walk out knowing that there's someone who cares, someone who's listening, and someone wh- who's going to take them through that journey, wherever that journey is going to be, mm-hmm. um, with at, on an individual level with their physician. I, I think I think is huge, and then and then you branch out. Um, it's about giving them the information to know that they're definitely not alone, whether locally or or nationally, internationally, and providing support services. And for some people, that's online forums, um, giving them that information. There are survival groups that, you know, can meet either online or in person. And it's trying to kind of build all of those relationships with the patient and kind of individualizing that form of community um, based on their wishes and needs.
1: Thank you. Leanne, I know you happen to have um, a nonprofit. You give back to cancer patients. We do, we
0: do. So at Gratitudes Group, we have a nonprofit, Gratitudes Heart, um, kind of falls in line with our purpose statement, which is every day we get to enhance the quality of people's lives. So anybody that we partner with, um, any clients that we take on, um, any vendors that we do work with, everybody just has to f- kind of fall into that alignment for, for us, um, to work with them, um, and we, the way we try to give back and get into the community when we are at community events, when we are places, um, we, we exhibit our core values both inside of our four walls and outside of, you know, in our community. So our first core value at Gratitudes Group is, um, pay it forward. So, um, in doing so, that's how, kind of how Gratitudes Heart, our nonprofit came into play. Um, it had previously been a, a, um, confetti celebrations, which celebrated women um, with cancer by giving them spa retreats, weekend spa retreats. Um, but we kind of evolved that because we wanted to have and touch more people, reach more ladies, and then um, also reach children that are suffering from childhood illness. So we now offer... Um, we call our gnomes for sale. We have Ava, Izzy, and Dave. Um, they are 17-inch plush gnomes that um, the skinning of the gnomes are with affirmations um, that have been spoken by um women and children who have gone through the journey um and they are wonderful little companions to go and and you know go into uh, medical appointments just give a squeeze um to give some comfort and bring some joy so um 100% of the uh profits from gratitude's heart go to our partner charities um, so we always, we always bring our gnomes out into the community, um, and, and kind of they call us the gnome ladies, but, um, <laughs> they're, you got to see them to love them and unhold yeah. and them and they are truly meaningful to, to everyone that receives them.
1: That's great. That is so, so comforting to, to hear. Um, Tim, so I know that you are giving back in some sort of way because you, you were a gamer and here you are, and I know you had or have. A career, but you have taken the time out to build this for children, so you're obviously giving back in some way, and I also would love to hear from coach Max after you, Tim, you know on what are the kinds of cool things that you're doing for children in this in your gaming center
3: yeah and and so like uh, like I said earlier, like you know, sports was such a huge part in the team so mm-hmm. I've, I've always wanted to be a coach uh, for me, it was soccer but I do still have my career. I am actually a, a, an accountant by trade at a movie studio, and but um, when I when I found this opportunity that I can, you know, have an impact on these kids' lives and coach them and, and be a good role model and help them, you know, on their journey to something that could be a career or could just be a way for them to make friends. Yeah. And, I mean, I am still friends with people that I grew up playing soccer with, so these could be lifelong friends. Um, you know that that's the biggest thing to me. So that's my my. Biggest goal, or because we're still fairly new, is um, to try to get into as many of these schools and make partnerships and find ways for these kids to be able to. You know, I don't want you know price to be a restriction. I don't. I'll, I'll do whatever I can to try to get these kids the opportunity. That that's the most important thing for me, and so that's uh, one of my immediate goals on on trying to get the word out and find ways for these kids to be able to make it.
1: Thank you, Tim. Coach Max, do you want to have anything to say?
4: Yeah. <clears throat> hey, uh, my name is Max Wynn and I'm I'm the head coach, league commissioner for XP League at Dunwoody location. Um, I just want to say a quick thank you for having me be a part of this as a guest. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. But uh, apart from what Tim is saying, yeah, definitely. I want to I, I want to be able to give back to kids that that obviously have a chance still. As they're still young, um, I want to give back being able to be a coach or at least being a coach, being able to give them an opportunity to portray themselves out there in a, in a world that they really aspire to be in. So when they really dedicate themselves to be at least a competitive gamer, I want to be able to push them to their limits. Unless they're casual, then you can just relax. <laughs>
1: yeah. but, and you're the guy for that because you are a gamer yourself, Right.
4: Yes I was um I also want to give these kids a coach uh when I was younger. I really wasn't good at games myself. I had to learn everything myself, and uh I want to give these kids a chance that to have one It was really hard to find a coach back when I mean I was six or seven years years old it was uh my dad really wasn't a person to look forward to because you know he was working full time at his own business so. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a great outlet for them to come to and be a great supporting backbone for them. So.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now we are gonna, um, I wanna give everyone the opportunity to give us, whether you have a special or some sort of, um, um, like, Maybe like a partnership opportunity or anything that you, you know, you want to share any, any specials, any rates, any discounts or anything. Um, and then how people can reach you as well. So like Dr. Warner, I know you have several locations, right? But you are the Sandy Springs location, right?
2: Yes. Um,
1: so if you can just share how people can reach you, um, if there's anything special going on right now um, and your address, your phone number, your website, anything um, that you'd like to share for people to be able to contact you.
2: Absolutely. So we're Piedmont Cancer Institute, which you can definitely find online. We're on 755 Mount, Ver- Mount Vernon. Um, so easy to access in, in town. Um, I think it's really important uh, for people to know that we accept all patients Um one shouldn't worry about cost or how that's going to work. We have wonderful uh, social workers that make sure that every person that comes in gets take, gets treated. I actually get lots of patients from some of the other hospital systems that come to us because they, you know, they have the wrong insurance, or Aww. and so we're really um, cost blind in in a way that I think most of the other big centers are not, and I, I'm really excited to be part of that kind of practice.
1: Thank you for sharing that. I actually should have asked like what kind of insurance, but it's, it's actually good to know that you you're cost effective and you, you take everyone. Thank you for sharing that. Leanne. Yes. So
0: you can find us online at gratitudesgroup.com. Um, we currently have you know like i spoke to earlier culture sessions available okay. um and con- free consultations so if you have a question hey how could we maybe we're stuck in this area we we'd definitely happy to talk that through with you um and get you you know figured out an alignment with where you might need to start. Um, and for gratitude's Heart, we, um, are currently revamping that website that should be out March 14th, um, with all of our new info and all of our, um, products, donations available and everything
1: for that. Awesome. Sounds great. Tim, anything?
3: Yeah. So we actually are doing, uh, it's, it's what we call founders members, and so anyone that signs up, and I want this to be, like I said, uh, for me, I want to make this as accessible as possible to these kids. So what it is is it's twenty dollars off for as long as they're part of XP League for their entire family, and and um, you know I'm not setting a limit on on how long it's going to run. I just want to get, like I said, get this opportunity out there as much as possible for as many people as I can, as many kids as I can. Um, and the easiest way to, to find us is going to the website, which is uh, dunwoody.xpleague.gg. Um, and there's something on there they call free coaching session. So anyone that's ever interested can always sign up for that, bring their kids, their kids' friends. It's free. They can come experience it, meet me, meet Max, and just see what we're all about. Talk to us face-to-face and ask any questions they want.
1: Awesome. And with that, Thank you all for joining me today, Dr. Aaron, Leanne, Tim, Coach Max. It's been a pleasure getting to know you and exploring the potential collaborations. A big shout out to our sponsor, Corp Care EAP. Remember, listeners, support our local businesses and stay tuned for more exciting episodes on Chamber Spotlight. Until next time.